1: to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with author Replace ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The
0: temptation is just too much. Real
1: problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything
0: goes. Motto of the show, let your flag fly. Probably the only
1: good advice I'll ever give you is to re-hide your whips and chains. Here are your hosts, Kathy Kane and Tommy. Hey, welcome to shipping on podcast with kathy. If you want to um if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how that helps me um I think it does on some level I don't know, but um, I know how it helps you and how it helps you is that you get like episodes hours earlier like uh, whenever I post um my podcast, I check on my, uh, you know, on my phone and I get it immediately because I'm subscribed to my podcast. But when I go onto the regular feed in iTunes, it takes some hours and hours before it goes up. Um, so you get the podcast earlier. So if you subscribe to it, that's great. And it's just like in there in your phone, you don't have to go and look for it or download it. Um, if you, uh, like the show and you feel like it, write a review I love reviews. I know how that helps me. That actually like gets me up higher in the rankings and stuff. So it always helps. And I just like to see reviews because I love um, when I hear from my listeners. Um, some of them write in and send in emails, which I love. Um, and some of them write uh, reviews, which are great. And I love getting them. And I also love getting the emails with my listeners two cents. So most of the time they say good things. In the beginning they used to say a lot of bad things about me because they were on Tommy's side. But now I just get... Uh, listeners saying nice things and I love it. Uh, so if you want to write into the show and and tell me your opinion or you have something to say or you're critiquing or you want to ask me a question, you could send an email to strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail dot com. Um, as well as if you want to be on the show, send an email to me at the same email address, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail dot com. I love to have anybody and everybody on the show. I you know basically the premise of the show is I talk to like online strangers uh, because i find regular people fascinating i mean my rule is always like i never talk about celebrities because who really fucking cares i think if you talk to um most people you uh, at least i find most people interesting and i feel like if you ask them enough questions you could get to interesting shit with most people um so that's what i do here so if you feel like being on the show because you think that you have a because you have a problem or you want to reveal a secret life everything is totally anonymous uh, write in strictly anonymous podcast at gmail dot com. Anyway, today I have on the call a guy named Gary. We're gonna call him Gary. He's calling from overseas, so we were on like an internet phone, or then he switched to a cell phone, and I still felt like it was a little choppy, but I think it will be okay. Um, and Gary's thing is that um, I met him on Adult Friend Finders, and when I go on Adult Friend Finders, the way I solicit guys or you know, I have a, my same profile up there that says like I'm looking for colors for my show. But nobody really looks at that because I always get hit up by these guys and they're just sending me dick pics and they obviously haven't read my profile. Um, so what I do is I just go on instant messenger and then uh, guys start, you know, texting me on that. And then I say, hey, like I run a podcast. Would you like to be on the show? And uh, I got a bunch of guys that said, OK. And so Gary was one of them that just said, okay, and with the guys from Adult Friend Finder, the only information I have from them most of the time is like their profile. And uh, they just call in, so I don't really know much about it. I already did the call with this guy, so... What I know about him is that he was this guy that goes on to Adult Friend Finders more for like virtual sex. And that's what Adult Friend finder is really great for, actually. I was just talking to Tommy. Remember co-host Tommy? He is getting back out there and starting to date very slowly. And uh, I was telling him about Adult Friend Finders because I never really knew much about it before I started soliciting people on there for my podcast. But it's this place where you could go on. And if you like virtual stuff or you're sort of a voyeur or you're an exhibitionist, You know, it's a great place to do business because there's a lot of stuff going on there. Like you could put yourself on a webcam and people could watch you and you could watch them. And that's what a lot of guys do. A lot of guys like to go on to adult friend finders and have virtual sex with other people, have people watch them or get other people off. And they meet women on there. Uh, I think one of my other callers from adult friend finders said the women most of the time stay You know, anonymous and virtual as opposed to they're not really interested in meeting in person. And that's fine with this guy, Gary, because Gary's thing is he's married and he does he has this kind of he thinks it might be an addiction. He doesn't really know. But he loves getting strangers, strange women online to come uh, by watching him play with himself and that kind of thing and he finds that he could do that pretty easily or does that regularly on adult friend finders and he calls in and we just discuss that and it's really interesting and like i said he's calling from abroad um so if you can't really hear them him because i haven't edited it yet i just did the call it was hard for me to understand him but hopefully it'll be cool uh his name is gary and i'll be right back on with him (coughs) Hi, is this Gary?
0: Yeah, it's me. It's better now. I'm going to regular phone
1: now. Yeah, this is going to be better. Thank you. Um, okay, You're calling from abroad, right, Gary? Yeah, you can see the number,
0: just uh, don't don't put it in
1: any records. I would not. Okay, so you don't have to listen. My show is called Strictly Anonymous. It's a Strictly Anonymous podcast. I never try to find out who people are. I don't give a shit. What I think is, like, I just believe that regular people are interesting, and what my people listen to the show for is to hear about people's, like, secret lives and shit that they do that nobody really talks about. Okay. Okay?
0: Why are you doing this for? What's the interest
1: why do I do this? Because I find people fascinating yeah. because I like talking. I like, like, analyzing and peeling back the layers and getting people to talk. Sometimes I help people with their problems on my show, too, which is very satisfying for me. I'm not a professional. Right. I always say, like, I give unprofessional advice, and that's the way I like it. <laughs> you know, it's not. What you don't do you do
0: for a living? What do you do for a living? This
1: is what I'm doing for a living now. As much as, you know, listen, I don't. I remain anonymous, too. Nobody really knows exactly who I am or what I've what i've done or what i do on the side but this is what i love to do i'm trying to get my own radio show i like having a call and talk show it's actually fun for me
0: but what do you sell these recordings to people excuse me you you said you make a living doing this oh no i don't sell them no it's on
1: they're on itunes i just advertise them and people listen to them it's something that i do creatively for Uh, fun okay I don't, I don't, I don't need any, yeah, you know you like to do something when you do it for free, do you know what I mean, like nobody pays me to do this, I spend a lot of my time doing this, I edit, I put everything up and it's like, uh, I don't get paid shit, but I do it because I really enjoy doing it.
0: But it's exciting.
1: It's totally exciting. So you're my first person calling from another country. I get a lot of listeners from other countries because, of course, I you know advertise all over the world. But I'm assuming, because I found you on Adult Friend Finders, and your profile said you live in New York. So I'm assuming that you do business here. Yeah, and I live in New York. Else?
0: I'm uh, yeah. yeah. in New York. I moved, I moved out of New York uh, recently.
1: So you're not in New York anymore. Do you care to say which country you're in or no? It doesn't matter to me.
0: Uh I I tell you, I uh, don't need to mention it, but...
1: Uh, okay, cool. Um, but you want me to take that out of the podcast? I mean, everything on the air is like, you know, I'm taping right now. Oh, you're taping now? Yeah, this is the show. I'm just uh, working yeah, a wrap. Take it. take it out.
0: Take, take out? it out?
1: Take it. Okay, so no one needs... Ever... Yeah, you
0: can keep New York. Fine. Yeah.
1: Okay, I'll edit that out. Okay, so you're from, you do business in New York, and then you also go back and forth someplace else. So you're in Adult Friend Finders. Do you use it, like, are you married or are you single? Married. You're married. Okay, and so I'm assuming that what you do on Adult Friend Finders is, is a secret, right, from your wife?
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. That's why I couldn't talk to you last night because, I
1: couldn't talk <laughs> Oh, were you the one, you know? My listeners don't know, but I, I someone yeah. called me last night and then they were whispering and I thought, oh, you're like trying to jerk off while you're talking to me on the phone. But you're like, no, my wife was <laughs> sleeping.
0: <laughs> That's right. That was me.
1: Yeah. Okay. Cool. You sounded so different. Um. So you're, so you just okay. go on a Delphine and is that a place where you look to like have virtual, like sort of sex with other women or do you meet women in person?
0: Uh, no, mostly virtual.
1: Mostly virtual?
0: Yeah, mostly virtual, yes. Is it- I mean, virtual. I, don't, I think I met once with someone from the website.
1: You only once? I mean, do you keep it virtual because that's better for you, or do you keep it virtual only because there's not enough women that would actually meet you in person?
0: Uh, I think it's comfortable for me to keep it that
1: way. Right, because you have a wife. Do you have any kids? Uh, because
0: it's comfortable, and it's you know, it's the same of your house, uh, internet. You know, there's no headaches of meeting and no commitments and no anything.
1: Right, but that you get variety, right? Instead of just your wife, like you have a little variety, so you let
0: exactly you get you to release that part, part of you. Time. What? Right, right. You can meet uh, a lot of people in a short period of time.
1: Right. And then what do you do with them? I mean, I saw your profile. You don't have much on there, just basically like a dick pic and a picture of like like the top half of you, like topless. Those are your real pictures, right? Right. And so, uh, you know, when you meet people on webcam or whatever, however you meet them virtually, do you show your face or do you remain anonymous with them? Uh,
0: I... I prefer not to, but they send a picture and they will have a conversation, so I'll briefly show my face. Sometimes. I don't want them to report anything. Yeah.
1: Right. How old are you and how old's your wife, and how long you have been married for?
0: Uh, I'm uh, 45, and uh, she's uh, about 40.
1: Right. And how long you guys been married for? Uh,
0: I'm married for about uh, three years.
1: Okay, and now have you always been, did, is this something that you just started to do behind your waist back, or have you always done it?
0: I just, I don't know, it just turned me on to, to, to do cam with other people, and it's good when I see them Kind of mutual showing.
1: Right, so you like to jerk off while you watch, like, women jerk off.
0: I, I like the women to come actually watching. I don't care about it. I don't really jerk off that much. Uh, I, I like to I like to see and hear them come.
1: Okay, so what do you do to make them come? Like, do you just, like, you don't come, though? Because sometimes, like, just so you know, like, a woman wants the same thing, right? A woman wants I, I, that pleasure. I
0: play. I play with myself, and uh, they just just in my cock, and uh, they masturbate, and eventually they come, and I, I like to hear them.
1: You like to watch it. Do you also like, you know, do you what? Yeah, do you take these like these affairs that you have on the computer? Do you like call these people on or text them stuff? Like, do you do it on your phone as well?
0: Uh, do, sometimes on the phone. Uh, like I was trying to text you today. Sometimes on the phone, uh, either the message doesn't get through or they just don't answer. I'm I, I, I more contacts. During the evening when I'm at home and uh, then also I can access my camera on the computer and then the truck's in to, you know, to see and watch. You
1: know. Right, I get it. Um, it's a little hard to hear you on this phone, too. You're a little, like, choppy, but I'll, I'm sure, I'm hopefully it'll tape okay. Um, so, okay. So, yeah. I mean, like, so you never ask these women, like, for their telephone numbers or anything like that? I do,
0: especially if they don't have a camera. I kind of ask uh, them to for permission to call them so I can please hear them because for me to play with myself and turn them on, I need some feedback and uh, the voice would be great.
1: Right, totally. So you've only met one woman offline and what did you do with her? What happened in that scenario?
0: Uh, we met someone in Queens in the motel and we had some sex and uh, that was it pretty much.
1: Was that the only time you cheated on your wife or have you cheated before, like in person? Uh, no, it was
0: way back. It was way back before I cheated. I'm sorry, before I was married. I never cheated on my life, my wife. Physically.
1: You stayed, what did you say about your wife? So you just got married to your wife a couple of years ago. So this was before you got married to your wife.
0: That was before, yeah. That was, uh I'd say,
1: maybe four or five
0: years ago even more.
1: Right. When you were in New York and you're still you're still in New York, you're back and forth. Do you find that like I mean, this is because I had a friend the other day ask me about adult friend finders because he was like, should I go in there to like fuck girls? And I mean, I always tell my listeners, and this is what I believe that you could fuck girls on OKCupid or like Match.com. I mean, you don't necessarily have to go to that website and weed through like the fake profiles because a lot of women nowadays are kind of promiscuous in that, they'll you know, it's not that hard to sleep with a woman now, you know, in this day and age. I mean, I'm 46, right? So when I was younger, it was a different world. And men, you know, you had to, like, date a girl before she'd fuck you, most girls. You know, now it's different. It's pretty right. easy to sleep right. with a girl, right? So you don't really... Yeah? I... yeah?
0: Exactly. Yeah, you don't make, you don't get to know them. I think everybody is just for the fuck. And then after that, they'll see what's next, you know, as opposed to the, the other way. See what we can build, and then maybe... We'll have sex one day and make it special.
1: Right. Well, which do you prefer? <laughs> I, I tell you the
0: truth. I think that something is wrong with my head. I, I mean, I love, I love physical sex, but uh, I have, uh, I'm have constantly uh, horny. I'm old-time horny, and this kind of helps me, to. I, I don't know. Maybe it's like a fake feeling of satisfying other women on the internet because I love when they do comment. And they love to come, so it gives me a little bit of satisfaction, uh, maybe a little bit of ego, I don't know.
1: Right, it feeds your uh, ego. Mm -hmm. And do you think that's a problem? Good news, Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty, secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool, too. Send me an email strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. That's strictly anonymous podcast the website, and the email address will all be in the description.
0: I don't know if it's a problem, but sometimes I feel it is a problem because, you know, what's the definition of addiction, uh, you know, when you realize that it's messing up your life? And sometimes... Like, I need to go somewhere, but this power is holding me next to the computer, so I want to just find someone that I can make, make a film. You know what I mean?
1: Right. Like, you definitely feel like sometimes it has more control over you than you have over yourself, right? I mean, it is a strong pull. That is correct. Yeah. Yeah, sex. Yeah, it is a strong one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, when you're, like, sexually interested in something, sometimes it could have a very strong pull, and I think that could be scary because you've sometimes, you could be like, oh my God, this is you know more in control like you're not in control of yourself and that is the definition of an addiction for sure like I quit drinking like I'm a sober person I quit drinking like 12 years ago so I know all about addiction how do you feel like it gets in the way of your life is it just that sometimes you literally can't get away from the computer and you know I'll tell you I just
0: sit sit at work and I have a uh, busy environment at work and the way that, you know, I have old contacts and stuff. I, I get someone on Skype and just tell them, you know, let's just cam. Uh, I'll go to the bathroom and I'll show you my truck and, you know, uh, let you come or whatever it is. You know, I have a few people that's kind of a st- steady friend in a way or whatever you call So, uh, you know, I just will get on Skype whenever I have time. And if they have time, the it husband is asleep.
1: Why do you sometimes feel guilty? I don't know.
0: It's the husband right there and, uh, you know, fucking with me over the internet. Uh, I don't know. You know what I mean.
1: Yeah, no, let me ask you this, though. When you're in the heat of the moment and your dick is hard and you're horny, right, is that the part of it that actually turns you on? The fact that the husband's there? Like, is that part of the turn on? And then after you come, no, you feel no, bad? No, 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 no. That's
0: how I don't think. No, no, I don't think any competitive is on the husband. I don't think about the husband. Okay. I just, I, there's something that makes me enjoy doing it. And I sometimes even like to watch my own cock, you know, and the way they react to it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Are you a dick pic guy? Like, you like to send your dick pics to people? <laughs> or people to see it? Like, I mean, is that, like, a part of a thrill for you?
0: I could be addicted, especially if I like someone or doing this shit. I, I would probably, you know, I wouldn't let them go. I would do it with them constantly. And uh, sometimes I feel it's also messing the mind. So I try to do it.
1: Yeah, I believe people have their own moral compass, right? Everyone decides for themselves what's right or wrong for themselves, right? I wouldn't say what you're doing is wrong. I would say even the fact that you'd rather do, like, online stuff. If, as a man, you have to get your variety out of your system that way, that's a better way than if you were, like, out there fucking hookers or people behind your wife's back. I mean, it could be a lot worse, right? But... So I I wouldn't judge you or say you're right or wrong. I wouldn't even judge the guy that's fucking hookers say he's right or wrong. That's his own business, and that's what you do, and it's just like what you do. But if you're do when you do things that kind of make you feel not right, that's when you kind of have to question it, and that's your own thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And maybe it's because you feel like, but sometimes, yeah, sometimes
0: just sometimes just spontaneous. Like I feel like you know I feel horny, and then. I just want to type. And the moment I type hello or something sexual, you know, I, you know, my dick gets hard immediately, you know. And I think that's part of the addiction. I just, you know, I don't have a problem with direction, thank God, no problem with that. But it just it just gives me a rush, you know, if somebody says hello and I send, like, a, a kiss, uh, you know, on the text and someone, the person... Responds and immediately I get into notes like, you know, I'm, I'm up, I'm hard. You know what I'm saying?
1: Oh, of course, totally. And, you know, there was a guy that called me. Uh, last week the one the podcast I just um put up, and he had said that like in his life, he got horny for so many different things because they just became triggers for him because he was kind of horny, and then he got into something, and then right. he sort of attached it in his mind okay. right, and then that was the thing that he needed so much, so you know you got horny, you did this thing with uh, some girl online, and it really turned you on, and now that's like a trigger for you you know right, and it makes you right. feel. Good. So, you know, how do you get out of it? Let me ask you this: Have you ever tried to like sort of funnel this sort of um, like sexual experience into your marriage? Like, tell your wife, like, this is what I sort of like, and do like kind of virtual stuff I, with her.
0: I I I like the way you're going, and I thought about it, but I, I'm afraid if I bring it up and she finds it out, it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a big a big mess and big breakdown and she said, oh, that's what we are doing when you were you know saying that you're working on the computer you know all this things
1: totally totally and you're smart to I've think been, that you have right. to listen women I'm right. a woman okay I'm like a fucking private detective right. okay every woman is okay right. and so you right. yeah you definitely don't want to do it in a way that she that you would get busted and she would find out because there's nothing that's going to help your marriage by her knowing what you've done in the past and if you decide you want to stop that right. and do it with her that's a great thing and she never needs to know what you did and she shouldn't know what you did so you'd have to go in right. in a way that wouldn't be, it would be sort you have to kind of do it in a smart way. Like maybe, have, do you ever travel without her?
0: Uh, y- yes. And we say that in the sky, but we never went. I know what
1: you saying. Yeah. Why have you never initiated that? Do you guys have like a really good sex life, you and your wife?
0: Uh, yeah. I don't know, it's a topic that I, want to go, I don't want to go into. Okay. But, um, you know, I think I think I have a much higher drive, and uh, you know, sometimes she's tired in the evening, and and there's also baby and stuff like that, so it's not it's not that easy. And I, that person, I would have sex. I would have sex every night and every morning. You
1: know, of course, and but, uh, right, right. right. Uh, but she might not want to. I think fine. a man and a woman is always a little bit on a different wavelength when it comes to sex. But I think, oh, that,
0: of course, you know, a man looks at the picture and gets gets, gets hard. The woman, it's more psychological she needs to get into the world, of
1: course. Totally, men are wired visually to get turned on, and women aren't. It's much more about a feeling, you know, exactly. and stuff like that. So, exactly. Right. But some women, I mean, I know for me, I'm turned on by what I hear and what I see as well. And like, cause I'm creative. So you put something in my mind. I mean, you know, your wife, I don't know your wife and we're not, and I I get the sense that you don't want to go so much into that and tell me your business with your wife. And that's cool, you know, but there probably is a way, cause sometimes I think what men don't realize about women is that they're maybe they're dirtier than you think, you know what I mean? Or they have stuff inside them, but you know, sometimes they're afraid because there's such a stigma with women to be called whores or sluts, so they keep a lot of, I think, their sexuality, you know, hidden from men, too, because I think that they're afraid that they would be judged. If if,
0: if you work on discovering, I I, I hear you.
1: Yeah, that you have to be, I mean, you're married to your wife for three years. I'm assuming, how long were you with her before you guys got married? How long did you date her for? Uh,
0: Not so much. We never had sex before the wedding.
1: Okay, but I mean, you. my point is, like, you know her really well. I mean, this is a woman that you were with, that you married, that you fell in love with. Right, You've been with right. her three years. So you're very close right. with her, right? I mean, you guys have a close, intimate relationship on other levels, yeah. right? But, but. Yeah, so there yeah. has to be a way that you could, you know, move in the direction of becoming more honest about who you are sexually with her without ruining your relationship. Actually, it should better your relationship. Now, listen, if you move a little forward and she's like, no fucking way, like, I don't want to do that. You're gross. Like, you should definitely stop and then just never bring it up and go back to the way you know business as usual because you can't force something right and then just go back and do it with people online and probably a lot of people would say that's bad advice but whatever you know because you want to stay married to this woman and you love her obviously it's there's nothing no problems there you know you just have this little thing on the side but i would suggest before you just continue to do that try to bring it into your marriage somehow and do it very slowly because that could really help the situation, and then once you trigger your horniness into being doing shit with your wife online, you know, maybe that be, then you start going in that direction instead of the strangers. I don't know. I think sometimes, unfortunately, I understand. I
0: think that makes sense. Yeah, makes
1: sense. yeah, maybe you could redirect your, your sort of addiction. You know what I mean? Or your attraction. Right, a, little,
0: to a little, a little role playing, and then. And all this
1: stuff. Yeah. yeah, I had a friend there's a there's a caller on my show called Dirty Prank Frank, okay, and he was a friend of mine who used to i didn 't know this. He used to call me up on the phone and try to get me to talk dirty to him as a stranger now he was someone that I had dated, and me and him had phone sex together. He could have called me up and had phone sex with me as Frank, but he didn 't want to do that. He wanted to call me up as a stranger okay he didn 't tell me who he was, right. and he would do this shit to me all the time, and I never knew. And then he got married, and he was still doing it to me. And I found out that it was him. And I'm like, what the fuck's your problem? Like, why don't you tell your wife? Do you know what I mean? Like, hey, babe, I kind of like to call up people anonymously and pretend I'm a prank caller, and let's do this. Like, I think that that kind of, like, open honesty in relationships is really good. I'm a very honest person by nature, so that wouldn't be hard for me to do in my relationship. But I get that a lot of regular people really like hide their freak flags. That's why I do my show because there's so many people that are doing, especially men, but I think that there's more women out there too. They don't call my show. I get mostly men that are doing a lot of things behind a lot of people's backs because they just think right. it's so bad or weird or nobody else is doing it. But a lot of people are fucking doing it. Everyone's, you know, sex and what you do is like you know, creative. I realize I go, I, I go to
0: these rooms and a lot of men doing the same thing, kind of begging women to, the cam and then they say you know here's my hard cog and I'm ready to come and this is like what doing. totally it's like a full, full room of guys full room of guys doing it you know right and how many
1: girls are are like and let me tell you there are women watching them i had a guy call up my show that's on there Uh, You could listen to his show, too. And he has some he he likes to broadcast himself. And he says he has a couple women that always watch him. And he just likes to know that they're on there watching him. And he does. Sometimes he says he doesn't even jerk off. He just puts it in the bathroom and he goes about his business and people watch him take a shower and all that kind of stuff. So, yes, there's absolutely a lot of guys that are doing the same thing. Most
0: most of the time, I also don't come. I just play and I like them to watch. You know, sometimes I do the same thing. I just put I, I do my own things and I'm just playing with my car game okay, and they just watch, they come and go. I try to message them and discuss things with them, you know, they they say, you know, great cam or whatever and I try to get them to, you know, to play with themselves, whatever. But most of the time I don't come, that's the thing.
1: Yeah, it's so interesting. I'm just going to tell you, you have to listen to that podcast too. He um told me that a lot of times he doesn't come too. As a woman, I don't understand that because like for me, if I'm going to have sex or I'm going to get off, like the point is to come, right? Like I don't stop until that point. It was like when I drank, the point was okay. to get drunk, you know, but like I know men and I don't know, but or women, I don't know. Let's say like they, it's just enjoyable even if they don't come. I don't really understand that, but I've heard that before from guys. Yeah.
0: I- I, I'm with you, women don't and then at the end they just drag me, or oh, why, why don't you just come? When are you going to come? I'm fine. I just want you to come. And, and when they come, I try to make them come again. You know that, that gives me a bit more uh, satisfaction.
1: Yeah, I have. Um, I had to, I had a, a boyfriend recently who was into something that he would call the show. Okay, and like the show was kind of irritating to me as a woman who I can't like have multiple orgasms one after the other really quickly, right? I prefer my sex. Fool around, have an orgasm, then hang Yeah, Yeah. relax, talk. Yeah, talk, hang out, and then you get horny again just through talking, and then you do it again. That's, like, my preferred way, right? But there are these guys, and not just this guy I dated. Other guy friends of mine are like, oh, I do this show, too. He wanted to, like, make me come a million times before he ever did. Like, he just wanted me to come, like, five times, and he could stay hard the whole time, and he didn't want to come, and he could only come once. And it was kind of like... I don't know. To me, as a woman, the same thing as the man, the same thing like he wants to see me come and he enjoys it, I want him to come, too. Do you know exactly. what I
0: mean? Exactly. Exactly. You want to feel yeah, Absolutely. If you're not, uh, yeah, you- you really, uh, it's all mutual. You want the other person to enjoy. It,
1: right. So, uh, so I think as women, we don't understand why a guy doesn't want to come. They want that same thing. And let me tell you, women are very self conscious. Right. They need to be sexy yeah. to a man. So you know what they're going to think if you're not coming. He's not turned on by me. <laughs> like why? That, does he... That's exactly what I was
0: going to tell you. Yeah. They might think, oh, well, he's not coming, so they start really feeling bad about themselves. One hundred percent. Right, so, and then you realize they don't want to chat with you anymore, even though they liked it, but at the end, it's all really bad. So.
1: Yes, yeah, women I, don't understand that. They take that right. personally. Oh, he doesn't like my body. He thinks my pussy's ugly. Like, who knows what they're thinking, but for sure, the wo- I'm a right. woman, so I know, okay? The woman's brain is going to go to, he's not attracted to me. There's something wrong with me. because. Yeah, that's going to
0: investigate what's wrong with me. she's going to call the friends and go okay. to diet and all, the, all kind of bullshit.
1: Yeah, the stuff that that's how women think. And listen, I know because I have a lot of guys as my friends not to personalize certain things because, look, you're online and you're not coming. And you're telling me you're being honest now, right, that it has nothing to do with the women. You just don't need to come. And you're really turned on and happy with those women. But they might see it in a very different way. Right. Exactly, but that's like listen. Who cares? Because you don't need to change that if that's what you're interested in doing. I just don't understand it. That's what I, that's my whole thing. Like I don't understand the sort of like what like what are you getting Nobody, out if I of was it? A woman, I it?
0: Listen, even a the other guys wouldn't understand. It. A lot of guys they just you know yeah they want to show up, but they want to have a satisfaction of coming in.
1: No, there and are just, guys. At least... No, I'm telling you, there are other guys that have called my show and guy friends of mine that I know, like this one with the show. Like, he, there were times where he wouldn't <laughs> need to come, but he would just like to be hard and, like, sort of, like, in his mind, be talking dirty and stuff without yeah, having then, to come.
0: After, uh, right, but after a while, you both are It's really painful.
1: Right, so, but why do you do that?
0: Why do you do that? Why well, you,
1: Yeah, you're the you're the one it's listen to yourself. You just told me it's like gets to the point where your balls are painful. Like is it some sort of like torture for yourself? Like did your guys' moms like I think it's like a mom thing or like some sort of weird thing with these men that think that they need to please a woman so much and they're not allowed to be pleased. Like I think it's something deep like that, but I don't know. You know what I mean? Like All
0: right, sir. It's, it's uh, something deep psychological. I agree with you. Something right? Mental.
1: Like, look, you just said your balls start to hurt, and it's painful, yet you yeah. still don't let yourself get, like, calm. It's, like, weird, and yet you need that woman to really be into you. So I think that that's, like, some sort of, like, mommy thing. <laughs> I mean, not to turn know. you off to the whole yeah. scenario.
0: <laughs> right.
1: So, yeah, I mean, so I listen. I, I'm not like you don't have any serious problems or anything. I mean, you know, it's just like it's what you like to do. Do you need to change that in your life? Is it really that big of a deal? No, yeah. you know. But I just think it's funny to sort of analyze it because you just I wonder where it comes from, you know.
0: Hey, listen, also, sometimes it's also fantasizing. I tell you, sure, so, that's all a dilemma. I wouldn't mind to go out there and you know have a wild night with a, with a hot sexy woman. I don't think I would ever do that. I really mm-hmm. love my wife, and I don't want to cheat physically. And I know the feeling, uh, you know, I never cheated my girlfriend. So I'm going to cheat. Uh, it's, maybe it's a moral thing, maybe it's a dogma, whatever it is. But sometimes just this chat and showing and everything, just, I, I kind of live, uh, you know, that moment in my mind, you know, and we're talking about what kind of sex we had, how we're going to fuck, and how she's going to come, and, uh, you know, all the. The virtual discussions. Yeah. Then, you know, the sci- even is prove it, either you, you know, you think about it or you're doing it. Same, the same signal for your brain. So I guess somehow uh, you're having it.
1: Totally. Yes. And listen, I do think it is better. Like I said in the beginning, like you make your own sort of rules and regulations for yourself. What's okay with you and what you can right. sit with. You know. And for you, you yeah, know that you can't uh, cheat. Some frame. Yeah, you know that you can't cheat, that that would make you feel bad. And I think that that's a great thing. That means you're pretty, you're very empathetic as a man and, you know, you're very like, you know, attached to your feelings and you feel like how that would feel for your wife, that you can't do that and not feel bad. So you don't go there. So I think, though, what's hard for men is men are wired differently. We already discussed that, right? In that you need a little bit more sex. You're way more horny than your wife. And that's always, most of the time, going to be the case that the man is more horny and he has sex on his brain. All the time. My guy friends are like, Kathy, I walk down the street. I live in New York, right? They're like, I walk down the street and I see a girl yeah. across the street, and if the wind blows and her skirt flies up and I see her leg, like, I'll go home and jerk off to that girl. Like, women aren't like that. You know what I mean? I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't,
0: yeah, I wouldn't jerk off, but I would immediately get excited and start having these imaginations
1: right right women aren't like that we don't walk down the street and look at guys dicks in their pants and be like oh my god that's so hot you know it's like we're it's very different so you know the fact that you know as a man you're married if i was married to a man like you right and like he was really faithful in that he couldn't go have real sex with a girl but like he was doing virtual stuff i think that's not so bad because as a man you're gonna have those sort of you know, feelings to have a little bit more variety than a woman, right? But yet you want to be in a marriage. right? And so if that's as faithful as you could be, I think that's pretty faithful and pretty good, you know, by being true to who you are as a man and but being true to your wife. Now, I think a lot of people would disagree with me and say, like, that's totally terrible what you're doing. Sometimes you feel bad about right. it. So that's your thing. So maybe there's like a line that you cross sometimes that isn't right. You have to figure out what the boundaries are within that that make you feel okay. Do you know what I mean? And make you not feel okay. Because when you start feeling bad about something that you do, then you know it's not kind of right. And that's where you get into trouble with yourself. Because like I said, you make your own rules. Do you understand? I do whatever the fuck I want. And if I don't feel bad about it, that's my business. But if I do, then that's also something that I have to sort of make a note of and sort of change my thing because we're our own keeper that's what i believe you know so i don't know i think maybe you're you're feeling like what you feel guilty about is like there's an imbalance like maybe you're doing it a little bit too much and if i i I think you should try to pull back so you feel a little bit better about yourself and can still do that do you know what i mean
0: right not not to have guilt about it just if i do it do it
1: Yeah, but no, no, no. But whatever you feel, try to figure out what when you feel guilty, what is it because of? And then once you figure out what is it because of, then you change that. Like I said, it's like all about boundaries. Like maybe you're crossing a boundary or maybe you start to feel bad when you're doing it too much or when you're doing it at work and it's getting in the way of your life and you feel like, oh, this isn't right. And then you should tell yourself, like don't fucking do it at work. You know, have a little discipline and control it. Do you know what I mean? So that, and that's like, that's the difference between being an addict and being a moderate person, right? The addict can't stop drinking. The moderate person could say, I'll have right. four drinks and go home, right? And so if you feel right. like it's getting in the way of your work,
0: as, as long as you're controlling the thing and not the thing's controlling you.
1: Right. So start to take notice when you feel bad. If it's like I said, if it's because you're doing it at work and you feel like, wow, I can't believe I just left my desk to go in the back and be horny and that makes you feel weird about yourself. Don't do it. And then this is how you kick an addiction. Okay. The next time you're at work or doing whatever it is that you know is the wrong thing, no matter how much you feel to do it, Deny the feeling and ignore it, okay? It's the hardest thing the first time and the second time, but eventually you break that addiction, and if you don't feed it, it becomes less... Of a pull, and that's really the way that you do it. I've quit smoking. I've quit drinking. I've quit a lot of things. I'm pretty vicious with like discipline, so I really know how to do it. It's a uh, it's about breaking those connections in your brain that you created, and they become very powerful you, you tr-
0: when you feed you have to them. Trick your brain, you have to trick your brain.
1: Yeah, because you know what? You fed your brain. You tricked your brain into you know creating this connection and then you feed it and make it stronger every time you listen to it it's no different than somebody that's addicted to chocolate it's the same shit you know so whatever it is if it's at work you don't like to do it because I think you said something about work and you go in the back and then you do it and sometimes that's maybe what you don't feel right next time you feel when you're don't do it decide that you're gonna only do it at home at night for this amount of time and not at work and stick to that and eventually I'm telling you after you just deny yourself from doing it a couple times at work, you'll break that and you'll feel free. There's nothing worse than feeling sort of controlled by something. It's a much better feeling to feel in control of yourself.
0: You feel a slave to that thing. You what? Uh, like sometimes you feel that like you're
1: a slave to the thing. you got Yeah, and you don't want to become that. You're an adult, right? Like you're in charge of yourself. You, you, right. you, you take you care that? of yourself. So you have to take. It's important to take good care of yourself because that is what builds self-esteem, right? And if you start not being able to take control of yourself, and it starts to make your self-esteem go lower, and then you start not feeling good about yourself, and all that stuff is not good, you know. And you don't ever right. want any of this shit. To leak into your marriage. If you decide not to bring it into your marriage, that's fine. You know, but you have to keep it in control. Because what happens with addiction is that most of the time what happens is that people need more and more to get them off. Like eventually, you know. Like,
0: like any drug, like any addiction. Because you give in and, and the same portion is not enough anymore, so. Then if you were showing it to one woman, then you have to have three of them at the same time watching, and then so on and so on. Then you lose control. I, I, you're absolutely right
1: about it. Right. So that's what you have to watch out for, that in two years from now you're not calling my show and like, oh, my God, Kathy, I just sucked some guy's dick in a, <laughs> in a <laughs> gas station.
0: <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> I don't think that thing will ever happen.
1: You know what I mean. You just don't know where it goes because what happens is – um. You know, what gets you horny, you need a little bit more and more. And you don't want to cross the line because you already said that you wouldn't feel right to really cheat on your wife. You really love her. um. But what happens is it, right. you could do things that you don't want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like I have sex addicts that call my show. I have one guy who's – it's amazing – Uh, podcast to listen to and this is a guy that feels really bad about what he does he fucks a lot of hookers behind his wife does and it just like escalated into that and he doesn't have any control over himself and he feels terrible about it so you don't want to get into um, a place where you cross a line and it's so hard to get out of and you're doing something that is against what you want and that would be like really meeting up with people in real life and really cheating on your wife and that could ruin your marriage and that could really happen so that's what you want to watch out for but in the meantime, you know, right. have your fun and just put a, li- a couple boundaries on yourself and do it. And I think if that's the way you're releasing like your now 40s, I'm talking to you, this, this, this woman with
0: the tights, and I'm looking at her, and immediately I mean, see this one. Pull those tights down. And it's like, uh, from behind, you know what I'm saying?
1: Oh, so someone's oh, texting you. Wait, it's, it's, hard hard to li- text. it's hard to listen to you. It's hard to hear you. So you just said that right now while we're talking on the phone, you're getting a text from a woman who's trying to, like, sext with you? No,
0: no, not a text. No, I... Wa- no, I was driving, and then the pedestrian just walking in a really tight tight, and she had a nice ass, and I just immediately saw it, and I just, I just got, got hard in a second. I just.
1: Yeah, that's normal. You know, I
0: got excited, about it.
1: that's how guys are. That's okay. I mean, you know what can you do? It's like it's tough. I think. I mean, you're 46 or 45? Is what you said? 40? How old are you?
0: 45. You're 45. 45.
1: You know, hopefully. Um, by the time you get to be 50 to, in your fifties, like that kind of slows down a little bit. And that's just a hormone thing. Like you'll start losing testosterone and you'll be a little less horny and it'll probably be okay for you or maybe better for you. If you don't take Viagra, if you want to, if you want to b- remain crazy, you could take Viagra. All
0: right.
1: <laughs> It's true. It I happens. Could. It's nature. It's nature's way of, like, not having you go out and fuck a million women and have babies. Like, so your sex drive goes down a bit, you know. You're still horny because you could still go yeah. procreate, you know. So that's what drives you. It's like you're an animal, right? You're an animal, and you're a male animal, and male animals are supposed to go out. That So you're given this intense sex drive. So you are fighting yeah, nature. That would be amazing.
0: I'm I saying it would be great to do this nature. Everybody's naked on the beach with the palm trees and it just fuck everybody and me, exactly, you meet.
1: Know, exactly. Exactly. I wouldn't have a show because that, then people wouldn't be so messed up, okay? Because what well, we we all put on clothes. yeah exactly. It would yeah. be
0: like normal it's like normal. It's like you wanna eat, you go on the tree, you get a banana, you eat it and you're fine until you're hungry again.
1: Exactly. I mean, life would be amazing. Yeah, and yeah. then you have, and like in tribes, like there's tribes and villages that you hear about. Where like people wouldn't
0: be so sexually surprised and psychotic and, and shy and messed up on the head. That would be amazing.
1: Exactly, don't you think? And then you as an animal could just screw any female animal that walks by and then the female animals don't get jealous yeah. because as female animals, we're just supposed to, like, you know, have babies and, you know. Yeah.
0: Exactly.
1: We just have babies. I think it's much better to be the male. I think it's better to be the male animal.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's harder. It's harder. The female animal has the harder job. They do more work.
1: Uh, It's funny. It's a nice conversation. I really enjoyed it. Cool. I'm glad you called in. And so just like, you know, I think like I honestly think – you know, if, I, if you were my guy friend, because I think that there's different levels of cheating. I always see that. And it's very true. And there's like the worst kind of cheater is the man who's like emotionally and physically cheating on his wife. And then I think the lowest form of right. cheating is what you're doing. And I and I don't and I think that, you know, if you're going to have to do it and you're going to have to be a guy and you have a very strong sex drive, I think what you're doing is the best. And I think just keep it in check. Make sure you keep it in check.
0: Right. Maybe you can set up uh, a night a week or whatever it is. It's going to be schedule fun. Just, totally. You, Put you know, a your Smart. Yeah. That's I, smart. I, I, create the structure so you know you function normally the, the rest of the week. And then one night uh, from 12 to 2, you do your crazy stuff. And then you go to sleep and you know it's like a gym. That's your gym time.
1: Exactly. That's so smart. That's exactly what you do. That's called creating boundaries for yourself. And that'll make you feel better. And uh, that'll take the edge off, and it won't be such a pull for you. It and it'll be more enjoying that way. You know, you'll enjoy it right. more because you'll be in control, and you'll you're. It'll be more balanced in your life. So yeah, do that. Yeah. Okay.
0: Great. Right.
1: It, it was fun talking to you, That's Gary. It, thank you. Thank you. I'll let you know Same when here. I'm, I'll uh, I'll post your podcast soon. Um, a lot of times I have people back on, and I love to hear what happens. I'm hoping that you never call back in because you get your shit under control and nothing terrible happens. But if something does terrible happen, uh,
0: well, we'll be in touch. I would love to talk to you again. You okay, makes to be just show. Oh.
1: Right, right. But make sure also that you, I always say this to guys because guys are sloppy, make sure wherever you do your business online with these women, you never let your wife find out on the computers. How do you keep that separate?
0: Uh, Of course. No, I, I, I just, uh, first of all, she doesn't go into my computer. She's very trusting, and she's not thinking no, Second, even, even knowing that, I, I just, I erased the history, so it's
1: to, uh, Yeah, because you, sometimes she, she might go on not want, looking to snoop or anything, and just for another reason, find it. So make sure you're very yeah, yeah. good with that, okay? That's the other advice I, I have I, for I'm you. good.
0: Yeah, it's my personal computer. I put it away every time it's a laptop that I'm using. And even if even, I'm even doing that, I'm still erasing the history. So uh,
1: Okay, yeah, good. Okay, that. keep that up, it's too. All that right.
0: would be stupid. That Exa- would be really, really bad. Yeah.
1: Exactly, exactly. All right, cool. Thanks, Gary. Thanks for calling in.
0: Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle?